It's Wednesday, and today we're going to put the clamps on them. We're talking about defense on both sides of the ball Thursday night up in Connecticut. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Nation, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Wolfpack, free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. As always, I'm Grayson Boone. Joining me is Kenton Gibbs. And Kenton, today is Wednesday. Yes, Open kickoff is tomorrow we are now one more day away from kicking that thing off putting the ball down and getting after it so we spoke a lot about the offense yesterday today we're going to be breaking down the defense and again we're going to start with UConn we're going to start with breaking down what the Huskies are bringing on the defensive side of the ball and I want to start this discussion talking about the UConn secondary I did a little bit of research and Mm -hmm. essentially they're returning two of their main uh, returners in their secondary. Both are safeties. Yeah, safeties. Mm-hmm. Durante Jones and Malik Dixon-Williams are kind of their two leaders um, in the secondary. They only lost, I, I read, one starter out of their secondary from last year to this year. However, those are the two guys that are making the biggest names for themselves uh, in this defense in 2023. Right. I read that despite only losing – one starter. They did bring in, I believe it was four freshmen and four transfers just to add the depth, add the competition and rise, rise that playing field to the top who brings out the best and who, and they're trying to improve again on their season last year. And they believe that a lot of that is going to come from better play in their secondary. Absolutely. And this is a second, this is a secondary that, uh, you know, their experience, their experience, their experience, their experience. They have guys who have, like you said, key contributors last year who are com- excuse me, who are coming back in Jones and Dixon Williams. They have guys. This is not, again, I've told people all along, this is not a game that NC State can sleep through. And it is not because I'm fearful of UConn's offense. It is their defense that is the strength of this team. That is objectively the truth. If you look at what helped them turn around their season at the end of last season, it was the defense. That's that's the reality. There's no way around that. There's no way around, oh, once the defense got better, they got better. Because if you look at the last games from the end of last year, they allowed 41 points against us. Do you know the most points they allowed for the rest of the season after that? I should know this. I just looked at their schedule, but it's it's 33 scary. points only one time did they allow more than 30. And it was 33 points against Liberty in the game they won 30, 36 to 33. Other than that, they allowed 14 points against the number 24 team in the nation with a quarterback that got drafted in Jake Hayner. They allowed three points against the Boston College team that beat us. This is not a defense to be trifled with. At the end of last year, they got better and better and better. And so with that in mind, I am telling you that if this game is to remain close, 
if there is to be an upset pulled off and we are to be disappointed in this this moment, it will be because we did not take this defense seriously enough, particularly this defensive backfield, which, again, has guys that have played ball, has guys that are just they're known for. They may not be the biggest, strongest, fastest. They're going to give you everything they got from the first snap to the last. Yeah, of course. Going through some numbers here with you, uh, the UConn defense ranks 70th out of 131 in programs allowing total yards with 380-ish per game. Of course, much of that is coming through the air. Of course, when NC State took out UConn last year, much of the attack was through the air. So, again, that's kind of a point of emphasis they felt that they had to improve upon coming into 2023. Um, They also, I read, creating turnovers. They're very good at creating turnovers last year. And, Kent, you mentioned about – uh, mentioned about how they got stronger and stronger and stronger as the season went on. They ended up finishing 25th in the country in creating turnovers with 22 combined interceptions and fumble recoveries. That ain't bad. It ain't bad yeah. at all. And like we mentioned, they're going to be looking to pick up from that point into this season. Now, kind of pivoting to their linebacking core, this is where they experienced the most the most turnover coming into this year. Of course, Jackson Mitchell is kind of their version of a Peyton Wilson. And he's kind of the, uh, it's kind of the Will Smith meme where he's left in the house all by himself because (laughs) his, uh, his fellow uh, linebackers that were with him last year have since moved on to graduation. Mm -hmm. And so in addition to, you know, looking at the depth they already had and addressing it in the transfer portal, linebacker is probably their biggest question mark for UConn uh, coming into this season. Yeah, I agree. You know, the linebacker core was pivotal in what they did last year. Um, and and they're in the set that they run, the three, four, your linebackers are gonna be, they're gonna be the guys. Like that's that's just the reality of what it is. Your uh your two Mike linebackers have to be okay with taking on blocks right away. That's something that they have to be able to do. And you've already mentioned one of them. Uh they got another linebacker that's transferred. They got a ton of transfers uh that are supposed to be filling in at these linebacker spots. And the reality is very simple. It is very simple here. To me, we have to run the ball effectively in this game because we have to be multidimensional. If we allow their defense to pin their ears back, if we allow their their defensive backs to only have to backpedal, they'll be a lot better than if they're thinking to themselves, wait a minute, what's my key doing? Is it is it really a run? Wait, okay, what's is it really? I'm telling you right now, Running the ball effectively is how you take away a team's ability to generate those turnovers because you're always ahead of the sticks. Teams that generate the most turnovers are generally, generally speaking, they fall into one of two categories. Either they're a lot more talented than all the teams that they're playing, or they put themselves in great positions in early downs. Because then when teams are forced to be predictable, that's where you see a lot of the turnovers come in there. So with that being said, um, this is a situation where if we can put ourselves ahead of the sticks and stay in good situations or early downs, we will be able to do that. But a big part of staying in a good situation is our offensive line being able to climb to the second level and get to these backers. That's kind of a perfect segue into my last point here. You talk about being multidimensional and establishing a run game. So UConn returns all four of their defensive line starters in Eric Watts, Price Yates, Dalmont Gordine, that's a fire name, and Jelani Stafford, uh, those two at the tackles, Watts and Yates on the end. So a lot of depth, a lot of experience there. I also read that they return, 
I believe it was 10 different guys that play on the defensive line that all had snaps at some point in the season last year. So there's a lot of experience there in their defensive line. And so, yes, it will be imperative that we're going to have to have some semblance of a run game, whether it's Armstrong extending a play, maybe it's Armstrong design runs, maybe it's Jordan Houston busting loose for a couple yeah. of runs up the sideline. We're desperately in need of a couple of those. Um, or maybe you see Michael Allen and the rest of the crew, but we're going to have to move the ball on the ground, not just you know often, but efficiently, effectively. It has to be done because, again, if you just – if their secondary is able to just sit back and wait for Armstrong to bomb down the field sooner or later, they're going to get him. And so we're going to have to attack by, I guess, land and by air uh, in order to get the job done here on Thursday night. Absolutely. And also remember last year against ECU, how everybody walked in saying, Oh, we're going to beat them by a thousand and we're, we're going to have our way with them and what ended up happening and why did it end up happening? It's, because, it's almost like a perfect parallel. And, and here's the thing. Did we run the ball well? No. At spots. At spots, we ran the ball well. And even in the moments where we were running the ball well, it was mainly because Demi Sumo was refusing to go down on first contact, not because we were opening up holes that were as big as Moses and part of the Red Sea. The reality is very, very simple here. We saw it against ECU last year. I don't want to see it again this year. In terms of we cannot impose our will, and what happens when you can't impose your will? Again, defenses end up in good positions. Third and six and longer, that's a great position. Really, third and five and longer is a great position. You know why? You know what the offense is going to do. Of course. They only have but so many options. They can't. If they want to keep the ball, they cannot just two yards in the cloud of dust at that point. So uh, getting, getting what we want on early downs is pivotal. It will be. Yeah, that's that's probably the most important thing to watch. Uh, you know, we mentioned this in the offense a little bit yesterday, but before we get into the Wolfpack defense, important message from our sponsor today in game time. If you are making the trip up to stores, Connecticut for the game on Thursday, maybe you don't have tickets yet. Maybe you do have tickets. If you don't have tickets, let us help you jump on to game time. They will hook you up. I promise you that. I've been personally using Game Time for quite a long time. I've already used Game Time for tickets in this year for this season of Wolfpack football. I have tickets through Game Time. It's the best app, period. Trust us, okay? They use flash deals, last minute tickets, again, potentially important for Thursday. Super easy to find to buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They provide images of seat views, which could be a big deal for some folks, but also they have the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection, job loss protection, you name it, they got you covered. So buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are set directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email as well. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. And now diving into this Wolfpack defense, it's probably going to sound a little bit like a broken record. The amount of times we've been bringing them up uh, throughout the summer here. But I want to first point out Tony Gibson keeps saying things. 
And the things that he is saying is the the shock value is there. It is it is a little bit of a Brian Windhorse yeah. situation here. Things? So the last clip that I've seen Tony Gibson speak of, or it it came from uh, the one minute trailer of the the one documented series that they do that will be returning. I believe it's September third, but. In addition to the rest of the coaching staff harping on the speed that this team possesses, you hear Tony Gibson say, this is the fastest defense I've had while coaching at NC State. This comes off of him saying last week that this is the best defensive line he's coached at NC State. We're going to pose the question again. Is it not only the fastest defense we've ever had at NC State, are we about to watch the best defense, period, point-blank period, we've ever had at NC State? Time will reveal. In the words of El DeBarge and company, or the DeBarge family, rather, time will reveal. I don't want to go that far yet, but I'm going to tell you this. That's a theme that has not only been parroted by the coaches, but also the players. Yeah. Remember, at ACC Media Days, what did Peyton Wilson talk about when they asked about this defense? Speed. You know, and I, I remember I'm old enough to remember those old Adidas commercials that had uh Derrick Rose and, and Dwight Howard and all ah, of those are my favorite shoes. Fast don't lie. That's right. Fast don't lie. It never has and it never will. If this defense is truly one of the fastest that we have ever had at NC State, we'll see it when we turn on the film. We will see. Those guys getting after it like a pack of ravenous dogs. We will see when that ball goes up in the air, it looks like it's intended for our defensive backs. We will see that when there appears to be a hole, all of a sudden somebody is coming to fill that thing with the wrath of God, some righteous anger in that hole, if you will. That's that's what we'll see if this is uh if 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 what everybody is telling us about this team speed is correct, because 40 times only say so much. They only say so much. And the reality is the the majority of the players on this defense, especially the defensive line that we've talked about, could be the the best that Tony Gibbs had. Chances are they're not running 40 yards in a straight line. So what I want to see is hats to the ball. I want to see every time, every snap, hat, 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 whatever color helmet they're wearing that day, I want to see Tuffy pulling up to the party deep. I'm still laughing at the vision of uh, Ken Jong in those Derrick Rose commercials and sitting in the pool. Because I'm fast! <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, these repeated comments coming from Tony Gibson himself, I mean, any brick wall in the state of North Carolina, let me know. I will run through it before we kick off on Thursday because you know we, we've talked about how elite our defense was last year. And the the confidence and the comfortability that the coaches have in this group here in 2023 really makes you feel that there will be maybe maybe no drop off at all, if if not maybe a minimal one. But you know, we we talked about UConn's quarterback yesterday, Joe Fagnano. We talked about his time at Maine, very pedestrian numbers, yeah. I would say. Uh, I believe it was like maybe 2,200 pass yards last year. I think it's like 15 touchdowns and six picks, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the take I gave yesterday is, one, I don't think Fagnano is going to be afraid to throw it. He's going to be a competitor. He's going to come out. He's going to be ready to play. But two, 
He's never seen a defense like NC State. He simply has not. He's not seen a linebacking core like this. He's not seen a secondary like this. And if if all if the cards lay in our favor, he's going to find out our, about our defensive line very quickly on Thursday night as well. But you know, we talked. We've. I mean, I've talked a lot about the depth and experience. It's the two words I keep hammering home about this defense. They're going to show you on Thursday. I, I I really do believe that. And the more time that elapses getting closer to this kickoff, it's kind of like the the more minutes that pass, the less points I think UConn's going to score. I, I, I told you yesterday I think UConn will maybe score 10 to 13. I'm starting to lean toward like 7 to 10 points now. The fastest defense, the most experience, the depth is there. It's opening night. Their, their fans are trying to chirp at us a little bit. They're feeling very confident, very comfortable up there in UConn. I think we're ready. I think we're ready to go. You know, um, my, I, I remember, uh, I remember there was a, a cousin of mine that, that uh, was, you know, telling me, hey, come outside. We need to have a talk, yada, yada, yada. And my family always said, we need to toughen you up. We need to make you uh, a tougher guy and all that good stuff. Even when I was a little kid. And uh, my mom said, hey, son, don't go outside. Don't do not do it. And I said, no, nah, mom, I ain't scared. And she said, you ain't got to be scared to catch behind boy. You ain't got to be scared to catch behind boy. I, 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 that's something that I need for, for folks to remember here, okay? You kind of can be as confident as they want to. Um, I don't think it'll matter much. I, don't, I, I really and truly don't. Uh, again, I think that the, the task for NC State is to not look ahead. Do not look ahead to week two. I know that that's a huge game. I know that Notre Dame looked amazing. They had their little shillelagh in Ireland and all that. And oh, it's great. The Fighting Irish in Dublin, Ireland. Ooh, great. Cool. Don't look ahead. Don't worry about them. Tomorrow's troubles will take care of themselves tomorrow. Your task is to take care of this UConn team that's in front of you. And being where your feet are is extremely important, especially for this defense that has goals of going a second year consecutive of not allowing a 30-point score and all that good stuff. It's, that's a great goal. Be where your feet are. Be locked into this moment because if not, like I said, UConn's defense, I think that they're going to be ready. I think that yeah. they're going to – I think that they're not going to have a bad game. I'll say that. They're, not, they're certainly they're not going to roll over for us. They yeah, certainly won't yeah, over. yeah. I don't think their defense will have a bad game. I don't think that we'll look up at the end of this and say, "Oh boy, this was the game that started uh, Brendan Armstrong's Heisman campaign." I don't yeah. think so. But with that in mind, with that in mind, this NC State defense, same deal. Show up, show up ready, show up ready, show up fast, show up accountable, show up being where you got to be. Because at the end of the day, I don't see a world where our guys are locked in mentally and we lose this game. I just don't. Yeah. And then last point here for the defense. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday in that UConn's strength on offense is more than likely going to be their run game. Their running game. Yeah. And uh, they're two, they're basically a two headed monster at running back with Devonte Houston. So they have a Houston at running back as well. Uh, and Victor Rosa. Now, if these names sound familiar, it's because they accounted for 103, of their total 160 yards last year. So they were effectively their entire offense in 2022. Now, of course, again, new quarterback, they're going to be looking to do more explosive things probably through the air. So it's not going to play, play out exactly like that. 
However, you have to know where these two guys are on the field at all times because those are their playmakers in addition to whatever the quarterback is going to be trying to do. But, you know, Kenton, you talked about it yesterday. Uh, Would you say stop the run and have some fun? Yeah, stop the run and have some fun. That's the rule for the defensive line. Stop the run and then go have some fun. I, I feel comfortable enough in the secondary that I believe the main message is going to be stop the run and have some fun on Thursday mm-hmm. evening. Uh, we're going we're gonna to land this plane in just a moment after a quick word from our sponsors. All right, we're going to end this thing talking a little money lines, a little spreads, a little gambling talk, uh, if you are so inclined to join us on this. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is because I believe months ago the spread opened, I think it was like, what, 17 and a half, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yep. We noticed about a week or so ago, it moved down to 15, moved mm-hmm. down again on Tuesday to 14 and a half. So, Kenton, you said this before we jumped on. What does that tell you? It's telling me that people are taking UConn. Yes. People are, there are some folks that at 17 points, they're comfortable saying, hey, we know that they lost about 31 points last year, but we think that they've gotten at least uh, two touchdowns and a field goal better. Uh, because that's that's what we're looking at in terms of a 14 and a half point line. So basically that is saying exactly, hey, if, if this team wins by more than two touchdowns, you know, then hey, they got us. But if not, I feel comfortable. If you spot me two and a half touchdowns, I feel comfortable with UConn. So um, I'm sorry, two touchdowns, not two and a half, two touchdowns. I feel comfortable with UConn. So, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, Vegas. A lot of times people say Vegas always knows something. But remember, this is the same Vegas that had us at five or so games a couple of years ago. And like, why? Why? What, what sense did that make? And we ended up winning nine games that season. So um, the reality is I would go ahead and take advantage of some free money here. Yeah, especially if you're if you're going to make the drive from North Carolina or where, wherever you are going up to Connecticut and you happen to pass through a state that already has mobile betting not uh not not advising your your monetary situation but uh something to think about yeah something to think about yeah for sure for sure but and do so responsibly now do so always responsibly, responsibly right? but while we're on the topic of what Vegas may or may not know again before we kick off here reminder I think we're getting disrespected in our win total for the year it is still six and a half that feels shockingly low for the group that we have here. So again, if you're, if you're making that drive up there on maybe Wednesday or Thursday, you got some spare time. Maybe you're sitting at a gas station, wait for your car to fill up. You said, Hey, I think NC state's getting disrespected. I'm going to respectfully and smart using my brain. I'm going to put, I'm going to lay the hammer. (laughs) Absolutely. No, I mean, Vegas, people love to say Vegas knows all Vegas knows everything. I don't want to come at Vegas here, but I don't think they know what we do have under the hood here. It's six and a half feels low. I think, I think 14 and a half, the spread, I'll pull that back up here. I think 14 and a half could be low again. So much unknown, so much very, so many variables that we don't know quite yet. But I, I, if it were me um, and I were responsibly wagering here, I, I would trust NC state to cover this spread. I think they, they have the talent. They're going to have the offense, and the defense is going to stand up hard enough that you can cover that spread. But we're going to get more into our picks for Thursday's show. But I can't believe it, Kenton. We're one day away. 
We've, oh. we've almost completed the off-season journey here. It's it's been so long. It's been so long, and I'm I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. I I am so ready to to see Wolfpack football be played again against guys who are not also wearing Wolfpack football helmets. I'm ready. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's time. It's time. As I'm I'm excited. Game day is finally here. The kickoff of this season is finally here. Everybody and their mama has a shot at the national championship. That's right. Stars. Can't Everybody go undefeated knows. if you don't win the first one. It's time to go one and zero. That's time right. to do it. That's right. So that'll do it for us here on Wednesday. Uh, be sure to check back in with us tomorrow. We're going to give our final predictions for this UConn game, some storylines to watch out for, and it's going to be our first pregame show of the 2023 football season. Very excited about that. But as always, thank you for tuning in with us. Be sure to drop a like, drop those comments in the comment box. We'll be sure to read those on Friday. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend to hit that subscribe button on your way out the door. But until tomorrow, go Pack. Go Pack.